Hello, and welcome to the World of Autism podcast, a podcast about all things autism. I am Dr. Jeff Knight, and I'm on a mission to create hope, peace of mind, freedom, and confidence for these children with autism, and in serving their families to help create the happiest, healthiest versions of themselves. In this podcast, we dive deep in creating many different solutions, talking about resources, and providing insight and stories of hope for families that suffer and have challenges with autism. Please join with me, and I look forward to connecting with you. Hello, and welcome to the World of Autism podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jeffrey Knight, and it's great to be with you again. I wanted to jump on and with the topic today, go over a few things that we've already discussed to some degree. We're going to talk a little bit about or more about organic food and why that's important. And specifically, I know a big thing that can overwhelm a lot of people is looking at the price tag for organic food. Oftentimes when you go into the grocery store and you are shopping, you will see that organic food is not cheap, unfortunately. It's um, definitely more expensive than your normal produce um, or other things that are, are for sale that aren't, aren't considered organic. So if, if the budget is tight and if you are filling in a, in a pinch in terms of um, your budget with shopping and, and buying groceries, um, then here's something that I would encourage you to do. Now, the Environmental Working Group, um, so EWG.org, it's a nonprofit organization. They put out a lot of wonderful information um, with the focus and intent of helping others be more safe and more aware of what's in their environment and what they're consuming. So they've created what's called the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. Now, if, if, like I said, if money seems to be um, more of a challenge in terms of buying produce, well, at least do your best to make the effort to buy um, foods that are organic that fall under the topic of the Dirty Dozen. And what does the Dirty Dozen mean? Well, these are fruits and vegetables that have been found to be have a higher amount of pesticides, herbicides, and other um, potential chemicals that could be more harmful and toxic to you and your body. I would say the biggest one that I'm concerned of the most is glyphosate. And you know what? We need to actually create a whole podcast episode just on glyphosate alone. Um, there's some brilliant people that have done a lot of research on glyphosate and how that has been such a connection with some chronic illness and some of these um, awful chronic conditions, uh, just to name a few, autism being on the top of that list. Um, just And I share that because of the podcast we're on, but Alzheimer's is another one and some other um, chronic illnesses as well. So, But those are two big ones that a lot of people are concerned about, um, you know, and so Let's um, jump into looking at what's the dirty dozen because if it's the part of the dirty dozen and if it's not organic, then you can be confident that there's glyphosate and that there's other um, herbicides and insecticides that have been uh, and different pesticide residues that are on there um, and that 
makes it so that, okay, you're just adding an extra burden to your body by ingesting some of those foods. Now, naturally, I know when it comes to farmers and um, the Food and Drug Administration, if if it's really harmful, they wouldn't put it out there for sale. So you can have some peace of mind knowing that it's not going to kill you in the moment or it's not going to necessarily... Um, you know, cause uh, some crazy um, disruption. Now, however, there's some people that are a little bit more sensitive than others. And um, there's some people that um, really may react and respond negatively to some of those insecticides, herbicides, pesticides, um, and of course with glyphosate. So, um, but, you know, let's talk about the dirty dozen. So here's the foods you definitely um, do everything in your power to buy organic or grow yourself. Uh, then you can be more confident and certain that you are going to be eating foods that are going to be healthy um, and not have all those chemicals. So number one, number one is strawberries. Strawberries, um, dirty dozen. Okay, that's the top of the list. And and when you look at these fruits and vegetables, it will make sense that these are um part of the dirty dozen and when you compare them compare them to the clean 15 the clean 15 you will see they actually have more of a a covering or a shell or a protection that um uh, allows you know the the most um edible part of the fruit or vegetable to be covered up so it makes sense that some of these things um, are dirty and some that are clean so let's continue through this list and again, you can go on to the Environmental Working Group's website, ewg.org, and, and check this out yourself and print out this list for yourself. But um, So strawberries is number one. Spinach is number two. Number three is kale and collard and mustard greens. Number four is nectarines. Number five, apples six grapes seven is cherries eight peaches nine pears ten bell and hot peppers eleven tomatoes and twelve is celery and that and i guess celery and tomatoes actually um i think i mixed those two up yeah so though there's your list of the um dirty dozen okay so all those fruits and vegetables definitely are going to be more exposed um, to those chemicals because of just the nature of that fruit and vegetable. Um, when you look at the Clean 15 list for 2021, and I'm grateful to learn of two of the top, well, actually three of the top four are some of my favorite things to eat um, when it comes to fruits and vegetables. Um, number one for Clean 15, this is where you can be feel safe and comfortable knowing if you are buying um, something that's not organic and not as expensive that these foods are going to be a, um, a little bit safer for you in the sense that you won't have as much of the pesticide, herbicide, insecticide on it. Now, is there still glyphosate on, on all this stuff? Yeah, unfortunately there is. Um, so you're decreasing the amount of um, insecticides um, and pesticides uh, and herbicides, but they're still going to be glyphosate because it's not 100% organic. So that's the the big question and concern. Again, if 
if you're trying to minimize the risk and exposure, then this is better than nothing, okay? So uh, the clean 15, here we go. Number one, avocado. Number two, sweet corn. Now, just to note on corn, it is probably the that and soy being the highest um, crops in the country that are genetically modified. So take note on that. Um, genetically modified means they are changing the genetic makeup of that fruit or vegetable and doing that in a way um, to produce more, create more yield. Okay, so corn, you got to be a little careful with corn. Um, definitely, I know most families that have children with autism would agree with me that corn is not something that does well. So I would just, you know, proceed with caution when it comes with corn. If you are going to eat corn, definitely choose to go organic. But again, this is just the clean 15. I'm just reading what the environmental working group put out there. So um, you can take this or leave it. So again, avocado, number one, sweet corn's number two, pineapple is number three, one of my favorite fruits. Um, number four is onions. I love onions. Um, again, caution with onions. If you have uh, small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, um, onions can cause a wreck on your digestive tract if there's some sensitivity with, um, with SIBO or small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. Number five is papayas, six is sweet peas, and they actually put um, frozen sweet peas here. Number seven, eggplant, uh, eight, asparagus, gotta love some asparagus. Number nine is broccoli, 10 is cabbage, uh, 11, kiwis, 12, cauliflower, 13, mushrooms, 14, honeydew melons, and 15, cantaloupes. All right, so there's your clean 15. And um, again, makes sense. A lot of those fruits and vegetables, you're going to have to, um, the majority of them, you'll have to either pill or cut into or open up um, to get into um, the actual vegetable and fruit. So, so this is uh, something that I feel can be a good applicable thing for anyone to just have that information and to utilize that. Um, I know we're all trying to do our best to eat healthy to put good foods into our body. And um, these are some good things just to be aware of so that if you feel like um, financially paying for organic foods is gonna be difficult for you, well, at least focus on trying to buy things in the dirty dozen list that are organic. And again, the big concern about not organic, even though there may be less pesticides, herbicides, and insecticides on those, the glyphosate is still the issue. So we definitely are going to need to spend some time on glyphosate and break this down and share a lot of information on that. Um, but you know what? Uh, I'm just uh, excited to share this information and try to bring more, more good tips and um, resources to you and your families. I know that uh, it is a journey. You know, it is a journey that we're on and we're all trying to do the best we can. Um, this is going to be a short podcast today, um, short and sweet, but I wanted to, um, you know, share this info with you. Make sure that you're aware of this. A lot of people have no idea how to get this information um, and that it even exists. So hopefully this has been helpful for you. Definitely share this with others. And um, as always, you know, as part of um, the World of Autism podcast podcast, 
Um, it is sponsored by the Autism Wellness Center of Utah, which is a nonprofit organization that, um, that I have and where I actually consult and coach and even provide treatment for families with autism. Um, check out our website at autismwellnesscenter.org and there's ways to donate there if you want to donate to our cause. We um, put the money uh, that we um, receive from donations and we put it towards um, paying for um, laboratory tests or um, supporting families that, again, uh, can't necessarily uh, provide um, the payments for treatments that they want for their children, but they know that they need. Um, so there's, there's different ways we utilize those dollars. So um, this is always a pleasure. Again, Dr. Jeff Knight, and looking forward to connecting with you on the next one. Have a wonderful day. Thanks so much, guys. Take care.